Hey, what's up? It's your girl Miko back with another episode of I Told You I Was Trouble. And on today's show, we are talking about that 90s R&B love thing. We're going to talk about a little bit of the early 2000s-ish because they was low-key still, you know, doing the 90s style a little bit. So yeah, we're going we gonna to try to stay in that pocket of music, that R&B love. Um... I do love some of the artists out right now, but you know there's a but there. Um, that are that '90s R&B thing just is, got me in a lifetime chokehold, baby. Like I, I can't. I need the R&B music in my life. So y'all sit back. I hope y'all enjoy. I hope you guys are listening and remembering and putting yourself in a groove of that '90s thing. I then enjoy the episode. Real queen at the hustle, big facts like muscle. Sit back, kick back, relax, no need to tussle. She trouble, she gon' deliver just what you need on the double. So many topics to change the speed, tried to warn them. Now she gon' give them another piece. Put it in your ear, listen and wait and see. So unique with the subject, some might get upset. Most gon' love this, I promise you gon' love this. Try to taste you trouble. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Miko. And today we are talking about that 90s R&B love. Them love songs, y'all. Them R&B groove songs in the 90s and the early 2000s. In my eyes, I, okay, I was born in 1983. Shout out to the 83 babies. But I feel like I grew up at the perfect time as far as like music. You know, I feel like some of those artists that was coming out in the 80s they were kind of still doing their thing and then like a whole new crop of artists came in and they came in in the 90s you know they were honing their crafts maybe in the late 80s getting discovered at talent shows and stuff but about time the 90s came they were in full effect and ready to go you know, they had New Jack Swing, you know, it was a lot of like parties, house parties back in the day. So some of these artists like Bobby Brown and Guy, they were making that music for that time and it worked out perfect. You know, some of these songs that came out back then, um, they just stand the test of time. Like you go to a party and you play Poison Never trust a big butt and a smile. Like, those are lines that are going down in history. Never trust a big butt and a smile. Only the 90s can produce something like that. Like, they weren't saying that in the 70s. They weren't saying that in the 80s. But in the 90s, they were saying, don't trust a big butt and a smile. So, to me, you know, it, I feel like so many people came out in the 90s um so many bomb groups male and female so many solo artists 
were developed in the 90s. It was just a time. I think it was a time for like women to come in and take their power and, you know, not be afraid. I feel like a lot of the female rappers were kind of doing that, but not the female singers in the groups. Like, you had SWV talking about downtown. I mean, did I know what she was talking about growing up when I was a kid? No, I didn't because that would have made me fast. And I wasn't fast, guys. So, yeah, as you get older, I mean, you, you hear the song, you think it's, like a cool song, but then when you get older and you realize what they're talking about, and you really, you really, really, really start liking the song. Like, okay, like Total's album, very raw, very sexual, but still that R&B. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Total was one of those groups. I feel like a lot of people low key slept on Total, and I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to be a member of Total. I wanted me a black leather outfit with a short haircut. I wanted it. I don't care. If I could pick any group I could be in, sign me up as a fourth member of Total. Like, I felt like all their voices were different. They all looked different. And I don't know. I just, that was the group I gravitated to. Like, they seemed like they was cool, but then they was like badasses because they was always wearing like black and leather and stuff. They just look real edgy and real cool. But I must say, I have a fondness for SWV. I really, really, like, that's one of my last R&B concerts that I really need to go to. Like, I really want to see... SWV. I just have to sing week live with everybody else. I need to sing along, sing near Coco, maybe in the back with my mic turned off. But I want to sing week out loud with a group of people while Coco's there. Like it don't get no better than that. So like I was saying, we had some great groups in the nineties. We had one twelve. We had Jagged Edge. I'm always going to put 112 over Jagged Edge. You can fight me later, but that's just what we're doing. Um, we had H-Town, Silk. We had so many groups. Black Street. Come on, Joy. You bring me Joy? Um, we had Next. We had Drew Hill, Immature, Immature, Immature. I'm just going to say it one more time, immature. We had Guy. We had New Edition. So, New Edition was a little back in the 80s, but they still came through in the 90s. Like, we ain't letting this thing go. We still out here doing it. Had SWV, Escape, Total, Invoke, Jodeci. Like, the groups back then... Like, is anybody even in a group right now? I feel like everybody is solo. There is no new male R&B groups. I don't know why. Because I feel like every couple of years you do need a new um, R&B group out there. Like, there's always going to be teenage black girls or whatever. Teenage girls, period. That want to gravitate to 
Oh, like that member or that member. Oh, that member. I like that one. You know, I feel I don't know why that's missing right now, but it is. And it's kind of like, oh, see, that's again why I loved, you know, being around in the 90s because we have some dope groups. It's good to see that some of these groups are still around and they're still, you know, out here performing, doing their thing. I remember years ago, I went to a concert, and it was like an R&B Rewind concert, and for a while, it wouldn't really be selling. Like, it was kind of, I mean, it was a good enough crowd, but it definitely could have been better, and um, I remember I went a couple of years, just because it was like everybody on a lineup that I wanted to see as a kid, that I now have the opportunity to see. Um, and it, it was crazy because year after year after year, the shows would get more crowded and more crowded. And it was always good to see that, the um, that the people were appreciating and liked still coming to these, um, R&B concerts, you know, cause I feel like they probably were making more money now going on these tours. Like I'm constantly seeing 112 on tours. Like I love it cause I'm like their number one fan. So it was, it's just good to see that like I don't feel like R&B will ever for real for real disappear. Like I feel like there's new artists coming out now. I don't know if they want to be labeled as R&B, but there's a lot of like a couple of new artists out here like okay they they kind of giving me that 90s vibe again and i get it we have to move forward and you know look for the future but anything that can put me in a 90s r&b groove like there's so many memes like oh if your love don't feel like r&b 90s r&b then i don't want it and i'm like yeah i got my hand up high on that one because that r&b love just like the music, I wasn't in love in the 90s, but the music made you feel like, oh, like you could just, you were falling in love in the song. Like you had never met these people who wrote the song, but the way the beautiful songs that were out at that time, oh, they just, they just set the bar, baby. Like, okay, how many of y'all don't know? They don't know by John B. How many of y'all don't know that? How many of y'all don't know Sweet Lady by Tyrese? How many of y'all don't know um, Darnell Jones? Y'all know the song. When he was in the window looking like a psycho after he didn't dump the girl. But who don't know that one? It's because that 90s, that early 2000s, it was giving y'all the vibe. So, we had artists like Tevin Campbell, who started kind of like as a teen act. Um, Prince brought him out, and he did some stuff in some movies. But, when he got in his grown man back, Tevin was that guy. Tevin was doing... Break it down. Everybody knows that. If you don't, you're tripping. But every freaking body knows that. I feel like the 90s songs have so much more staying powers. I'm not trying to hate on nobody. 
I just feel like a lot of the 90s songs have a lot more staying power than a lot of the new songs that are out now. Um, so as far as male artists in the 90s, we had Tevin Campbell, Darnell Jones, Joe, Genuine, John B., Bobby Brown, the king of R&B, Bobby Brown. Okay, don't get it twisted. Whitney said it, so it's true. We had Tank. I think Tank was a little bit early 2000s, but Tank always still gives me that, you know, that vibe, that 90s vibe. Genuine. We had Key Sweat and one of my absolute favorites, Gerald, Gerald Laverne, Mr. Teddy Bear, Okay. Rest in peace to that man Because he had such a soulful voice And I don't think a lot of people In the mainstream Was really trying to mess with him Because his voice was so So soulful But it was a great powerful voice Everybody can't Everybody can't appreciate One of those You know Um and I can't forget about Johnny Gill, even though he was in this condition too. But I can't forget about Johnny. Johnny had one of them strong, strong voices too. I always felt like his career probably should have been a little bit bigger. But on the female side, we had Mary J to the Blige. Y'all, you know how I feel about Mary J. Blige. If you know me. And she a Capricorn too. I just shake my head when I see Mary. I've been liking Mary since I was like 10. I think I was in elementary school liking Mary. And it's just like, I've grown up with her. Like some of her, 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 some of her songs have definitely hit, hit a nerve. And I'm like, Mary, why you have to do this girl? Just be singing from her soul, you know? Those soul artists in the 90s just did it. They just did it. Like, now I feel like... I don't want to keep saying now, and I feel like they don't do that. But, yeah, I kind of do. I feel like I don't feel that same, like, energy from a lot of these singers. Like, they ain't singing from their gut anime. They just not. But, anywho, we got Aaliyah. We had Aaliyah, y'all. It was so many female artists. Monica. It's Team Monica. And we also have Brandy. And they were, I, I always liked the dynamic of those three, even though they were never in a group or anything. But what you got from Monica and Brandy and Aaliyah, like they were all around the same age, but they all brought something totally different to the table as far as their style and how did how they worked with certain people i just and wait i need to rewind the track and go back because i missed usher for some reason usher was definitely a, a child act not child but teenage act that came out in the 90s and came out straight out the gate mm. usher been usher has been on okay like if y'all just getting new to Usher, there's something wrong with you. Because Usher's been doing it with the dimples and all that. All the things. So, let's move on. We're going to get off of Usher for a minute. 
but it's just awesome like the impact oh why did i wait okay y'all i forgot about another of my favorite people music soul child music soul child was not in the 90s but he was early 2000s when they were trying to come out with a neo soul category i don't know what that's all about but i'm just gonna put them in the r&b music category because he's they're bomb did i mention jodeci jodeci another one they were like they were like trailblazers in it there was the the jackson five and then there was a new additions and man i feel like the next big group was jodeci for like for the 90s you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the Jacksons had it in the 60s and the 70s. New Edition had it in the 80s, early 2000s. And then Jodeci kind of came on like, yeah, we're going to wear matching outfits, but ours is going to be leather. It's going to be baggy. We're going to have our hats turned back. I'm not going to lie. Y'all can't. Y'all really came front like R. Kelly wasn't ruling the 90s. Like, I don't want to touch on it too much because I know it's a sensitive subject, but y'all can't really act like R. Kelly wasn't doing it. Like, like, I know, I know. So we're going to go on. We're going to move on. Um... I can't forget about Tony, Tony, Tony. It's like, you, I heard these songs as a teenager, but then, like, I knew it was something I liked about it, but as I got older and I sat with myself and just listened to music and, like, really understanding the words and how they're saying the words, definitely hit different as an adult. You know what I mean? Like... Like, you know you like this song for something. But then when you went through one of the situations that these people are singing about, it hits way different. And I think that's just what the music is supposed to do. It's supposed to hit you in a place and it's supposed to sit with you and it's supposed to elute something in your body it's supposed to elute something in your mind in your heart you're supposed to be able to feel it and just groove with it and be with it you know what I mean I have to let this play y'all cause this song is fire like like you don't get a Casey, no more. Just singing. See, dudes in the nineties, they wasn't afraid to beg. They really wasn't, and I can appreciate that. I can really appreciate that. He sound like he in agony because he ain't with this girl. That's just an awesome feeling. <laughs> Yeah, guys, but I just wanted to, like, sit back and reminisce and talk about some of these artists that I love and just the different feelings. Like, when I'm in a different kind of mood, I might throw on a mint condition record. Like, ooh, mint condition? Pretty brown eyes? 
and they were playing their their own instruments. It's not too many people who was doing that back in the nineties. I feel like maybe Mint Condition and maybe Tony Tony Tony. I don't think nobody else was really on the bass guitar and the piano and the drums. Like it wasn't too many acts that was doing that, so that kind of like also set them apart from the 112s and the Jagged Edges. So it was like a little bit of 90s R&B for everybody. Like I feel like the guys had somebody to listen to. I feel like the women had somebody to listen to. Um, I kind of go back and forth with myself sometimes. Like, dang, who was popping more in the 90s? The male groups or the girl groups? But I'm like, dang, you kind of can't really compare them because it was, I mean, everybody was popping. They was doing their thing. But it's like, dang, can you really, like, say, okay, like, oh, yeah, they, the girls killed it in the 90s. They killed it. Or the guys, because the guys had a pretty nice lineup. If I'm just thinking on the top of my head, I'm thinking, I feel like it might have been, it's a slight chance, it might have been more guys, groups in the 90s. So maybe, yeah, I feel like the market for women seeing men seeing might have been a little bit bigger. So they were probably pumping out more um, male groups than women and you know they always talk about women cost too much or whatever but whatever who says that who in real life says that but yeah guys i just wanted to take a trip down memory lane because that's all i really listen to is the memory lane the r&b's the like i will put a new i will put an old r&b song on on repeat like, I've never heard the song before and just be amazed because it's like things I'm catching now that makes me want to listen to it over and over and over again. Like, I literally, it's an H-Town song that it must go on repeat. It just has to. But I just want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of I Told You I Was Trouble. Um, I'll be back soon. I promise. I miss doing this. And yeah, I'll be back soon. Peace.